Thank you for downloading this month's podcast of BJOG Editor's Choice with Deputy Editor-in-Chief Michael Marsh. Useful research into the medium and long-term consequences of obstetric and gynaecological surgery has been performed over the decades, partly with the intention of enabling women to make informed decisions about the need for surgery during the consent process. Two papers in the December 2018 issue of BJOG continue this endeavour. Hutton and colleagues report the results of a trial examining the effects of a planned caesarean section for twins on urinary incontinence in women at two years. They demonstrate that in women with no previous history of incontinence, the frequency of problematic urinary stress incontinence is lower following elective section than planned vaginal birth at 8% versus 12%. In a second paper, the effects of hysterectomy on the risk of hypertension in a large Asian population-based study is reported by Ding and colleagues. After a median follow-up of 6.4 years, the incidence of hypertension was higher in the hysterectomy cohort than in the comparison cohort, and this difference increased with age. Such information may be of help when discussing the need for surgery in the elective setting, but with the current procedures in most countries, such fine detail is not going to feature in information given to women in the acute setting. Around half of all caesarean sections are performed as an emergency. The time available for consent for an emergency caesarean section is short, with around one-third of women delivering within 30 minutes of signing the consent form. In cases of extreme emergency, the time from decision to delivery during which consent could be obtained has been shown to be 30 minutes or less in two-thirds of cases. In this issue, Houghton and co-workers report the results of a qualitative study of women who did and did not give consent at the time of their recruitment to the World Maternal Antifibrinolytic Trial, which gives useful insights into the consent process in an emergency. The paper is accompanied by two mini-commentaries, one arguing that there is a risk of information overload if women are approached in the antenatal period for advanced consent. A second piece from a patient and public representative expresses a view that the complexities of obtaining consent for a clinical trial are greater than for a procedure like a caesarean section and calls for greater use of deferred consent in trials of emergency interventions in obstetrics. In the clinical setting, the rights and wrongs of obtaining written consent for caesarean section are considered in a BJOG debate in this issue. On a personal note, as a junior obstetrician I was allowed to take part in midwifery-led antenatal classes and discuss with pregnant women the procedures that obstetricians may have to unexpectedly perform as an emergency during labour. To me, this seemed to inform and reassure the women. Perhaps these educational sessions made the labours of these women and the job of my colleagues easier when they had to obtain consent to perform these procedures. Such formal involvement of obstetricians in the antenatal period has become much less common in the UK and in some circles has been dismissed as medicalisation of a normal process. Given that even low-risk women have a 10-20% to risk of an emergency intervention in labour, it seems intuitive to make the job of informed consent in an emergency more straightforward by elective antenatal patient education. Obstetricians have an enormous advantage over clinicians in other surgical specialties because we have the ability to have contact with all our potential emergency patients during the antenatal period. It seems a shame that over the last 30 years in many units, the opportunity to take advantage of this chance to prepare women for emergency treatment has been abandoned. Thank you for listening to this podcast from BJOG. We have been reporting the best research in women's health since 1902. We are keen to hear your views. 
tweet us at bjogtweets. You can find more podcasts at www.bjog.org.